You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. So this is going to be the last episodes of the year, pretty much, because we're filming this on December 30th. Um, it's me, Jonathan, and our guest, which is uh, Carlos from A-Kings Renovation. There you go. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to be talking some stuff, kind of talking about how the year's been going for everybody, goals for next year, things like that. Um, but because I haven't had you on the show, i got to put you on the spot a little bit, man. Absolutely. So... I love I, the pressures. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask everybody the same thing. I know we were talking about it a little bit briefly before, but how did you get into the refinishing industry, man? Woo! Okay, so I got into refinishing in general. Where'd the mic Probably closer? about, uh, I want to say like 12 years ago, as in I actually just became a refinisher. But uh, I'm from Puerto Rico, and mm. uh, my grandfather... He's had uh, a furniture store mm-hmm. um, where he did everything as far as, uh, God, I always, I always say it in Spanish, like tapiceria. So he would oh, do, like, tapestry. It, yeah, yeah. So, it, um, man, and my grandma, he's still alive and he still does it, by the way. So he does freaking man's a genius. He's like 86 years old, still hard worker, still strong. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. this man still works. They're built different. And it, they're just built different. Built different. It was probably all the shots they didn't take that we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. But no uh, Mickey D's every day. <laughs> no Mickey D's. No, like this man wakes up in the morning, revoltillo. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, the rice and beans, bro. It's yeah. the rice and beans, bro. They give us, a, they give us that extra, <laughs> extra strength. But so my, uh, when my parents used to work, when I lived in Puerto Rico, they would just leave me with him, and he would force me to go to the freaking place, and I hated it. Hated it because he would put me to work. And uh, I'd be like, no, I don't want to go. He's like, shut up, you're going to come. But, you know, ba- basic grandparents, my Puerto Rican grandparents at that. Yes. So he would always take me, and he would put me to work, bro, and he'd put me to sand. So, you know, like uh, like he'd have a lot of antique-style, like, uh, couches and stuff that he would have me rip all the way and he, he would start him from scratch again and like I'd be sanding I'd be like no masks or anything like, <laughs> yeah. standing outside sanding and he'd put me to spray and like I'm talking like I'm not 10 years old you know and again built different I would never do this to my kids yeah but but yeah he would put me to work bro and uh, so I I knew overall refinishing and then I got an opportunity um I've been a car enthusiast my whole life. Like I have five cars still right now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I do everything from like mechanics, painting, and stuff. So at home on my own, since I already knew how to refinish, I'd always buy cars that were either totaled, and I would do everything, body work, paint everything. And a buddy of mine, um, he ended up telling me about the company that I told you about, where we would travel everywhere. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you know how to paint, man." Um, I work for a company and we go everywhere, everywhere in the United States. We uh, do countertops, we do cabinets, we do tubs. And uh, he's like, I know you're reliable and I know you know how to paint. And we've been having a hard time trying to find people. This was 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife, I had just gotten her pregnant and I'm like, man, I need to, I need to make some good money. And he told me that I would if I came with him. So I just started traveling with him. And uh, through the company that we both work for, we were going everywhere, man. Uh, the company was based in Tampa, and uh, we would uh, the way that that company would work would be getting contracts with apartment complexes that 
I don't want to say if I'm not mistaken, it was BlackRock because BlackRock has existed uh, forever. a long time. Yeah, forever. Um, Jesus, how do you get to the billions like that? You know. Yeah. Um, but so BlackRock would be buying apartments, and we were the back pocket. Like we were in their back pocket yeah. for almost everything. Um, and bro, do we you, were do just. Do you remember the name of the tub refinishing company? <sighs> it the company was called. Surface Tech. Surface Tech? Surface Tech LLC okay. in Tampa, Florida. Was it and a I franchise or was it? Exist. Um, no, no, not no. a franchise. A business right, owned. Um, it was pretty much family. Like the owner didn't even do anything anymore. He just sat at home. His brother like was one of the managers and then close buddies yeah, that yeah. they all grew up together and all came okay. up together. They would all be managers. They'd have sub-managers. We'd be the workers. Okay. And uh, bro, it, honestly, I fucking loved it. They I, do still exist. Lie. They do still exist, right? Yeah, I thought out of so. Tampa, out yep. of Tampa, Florida, man, and mm. we and that's where I started. So I got mm-hmm. trained in Tampa. Yeah, I know, right? We're about to take over there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we started in Tampa. Tampa led to Naples. Naples led to Fort Myers. Fort Myers led to Miami. Miami led to Atlanta. So Atlanta, yeah, I got th- they specialize. They 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 do primarily only commercial multifamily. So they yeah, that's probably yeah. why they don't have a big online presence because they don't need it. They don't they, need it. Yeah, they're yeah. also. They're old school. They're mm-hmm. all old guys. They, the, this, this new, okay, I'm, I always tell you, dude, I'm old. I am not tech savvy. You know, like these are the things I need to work on. Imagine them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like the shit. way they pay us is they literally, they would make by hand the, the, the pay stubs yeah. and hand it to you. Like, you yeah. know, not printed. Here's a nice check, you know, like, oh, thank to you. To be man. fair, I started doing that, like, right after I hired you, so. Oh, okay, well. To me, it's always been like that. So, <laughs> so it looks good and professional. Yeah, they were. They're probably still doing it like that. Yeah, a lot yeah, of right? people do do it like that, man. But it's just when you're old, you're stuck to your old ways. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, it, I'm sure that's why we don't hear about them. If not, well, I have. I, I actually have some interesting insight on that about how like old school people be doing old shit like that, bro. Like, uh, I went to a client and uh, they had gotten a quote from Miracle Method. And you know what Miracle Method still uses the estimate booklets from the, like the fucking sixties? The, the pads, like yeah. the huge pads, and you write the, it and, and, you and, it to and them. then it gives it makes the like yellow copy. piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you yeah. write on the white one, it makes a yellow and then a, a pink copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still use that. Well, and by the like, way, whoa, that company's man. old. Miracle They're from the seventies. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Damn, that I knew they were old. I didn't know they were that yeah, old. Let me just search up exactly. Damn, that has to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, to have a bunch of handwritten estimates. Yeah, imagine. Looking for one. track of that shit. Yeah. yeah. They probably have, like, walls all filed up with, like, freaking filers. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I remember dude. that one that I did oh, in 88. 1979. <laughs> Woo! So, tail end of the 70s. And bathtub guys Ooh. just beat them, huh? Just kidding. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Just joking, guys. And well, and, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're do, we do pretty well in Orlando, com- considering that there's what, there's a Miracle Method in Orlando, Tampa. Like, there's a bunch of them in our area. We do pretty well. I mean, I've I, I, the thing is, also, is... um. We price our stuff a little bit more competitively than they do. Oh, they're they're on the on the upper. Yeah, they're on the upper. Okay. Yeah. So, like a miracle method for a standard tub, they're right around the same. Where it starts to get like different. Seventy. Seven hundred or something. Well, for a tub and tiles, oh, they, that's what okay, they, okay. they're charging like twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah, but you got to remember, there's a couple of things that they do. They do the next day detailing included. No matter what. And no. the reason they that do makes that. Sense. They're a franchise. They're hiring a bunch of people with varying skill levels. So if somebody like gets it rough, well, then you could just go buff it. You know what I mean? Kind of like me being the QC. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it, it. But they have that baked into the service. Obviously, if you're gonna if you're gonna have to go back every single time, 
got to make it worth your time. You right? make it worth yeah. your time. So you're gonna pay. You're gonna. I would charge. like to know how they go about the logistics of of like new hires, I'm, and how I, they incorporate them into the field. I've had a couple people who have worked for Miracle Method before tell me that it is like a three day kind of crash course, then they throw you into the wolves, and then the you thing is, <laughs> well, you, you figure it out, but your QC guy, whoever's like assigned to you, I think they like will t- like make notes on your job, like hey, you fuck this, this, and this up. This is what I had to fix. Next don't time, don't do it again. Don't do yeah, it yeah. again. And, and if you make the same mistake too many times, I'll just can you. Yeah. Okay. But but I think there's some value in that. Yeah, I mean, I that's the only way to do it. That yeah, dude, that that works if you really think about it. Because after you train somebody, we're always gonna make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Hell, that I, I make mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've been doing this forever, or I feel like forever. But yeah, it, it's actually kind of good if you think about it. If if some your new hire already knows listen you're gonna have a, a, a professional right behind you and he's gonna look at your work he's gonna criticize you don't take it personally but it's just to better you like that mm-hmm. makes sense that yeah. makes pre- that's not bad that's actually a pretty good idea i it's think so, i think so too it's just you know for a lot of smaller companies it's not something that's practical to implement right away a lot of driving yeah and then also i feel like this is a just a, like a side note but i feel like the way that they do their estimates that old school in-person shit, but they lock it down higher. They like almost guarantees the, the, their job. Because I feel like with the people who know Miracle Method are usually older people. Yeah. And like they they have like their ideal client in their face. So it's easier to close these twelve, thirteen hundred dollar jobs with people who already have a house paid off or have multiple houses or are doing well. That's like nothing to them. They know that a full bathroom model is gonna take too long, cost too much money, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like things like that. So but but yeah, like the the whole way that they do their their training in that front, I think, is actually a good thing, because you're giving them the real world experience right away, letting them experience all those variables, but then having somebody who's a little bit more seasoned behind them, like, hey, I've seen this before. This is what you did wrong. Adjust. This is how you. This is how you fix it. Yeah. Exactly. I'll yeah. Do it again. Exactly. I'll fire you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you yeah. say that after like the third time. Yeah. So and then so you work with these. Uh, you said surf prep. Surf Tech Surf LLC. Tech, surf yeah. tech. Dang, it's funny, man. I really had to think of the name because it's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, so I worked for them. And then, man, we just, they, the business owner was like, let's go everywhere. Fuck it. He like, he figured out the plan on like, shit. Well, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like, holy shit. Just like, oh yeah, we're just going to go everywhere. And, and we started to, and I mean, it, it's, it's worked for them. They're still alive. They're still alive and well. That's, you know? that's like. Bro, that's a big undertaking, man. Mm-hmm. Because, well, especially now. Obviously, back then it might not have been the same. But you know, having having people willing to go to these this places, was ten years ago, paying yeah. them well enough to go to these places and be away from family and friends. Yeah, well, and you, then, so they would give per diem. Yeah, they they would get. You know what I mean? It's like a hundred dollars a day. So automatically, you get five hundred bucks at the end of the week. That's okay. on your a hundred per day. Yeah, and and therefore that's for food. They're they're mm-hmm. at least taking care of you for food. So you know that's pretty cool. Okay, that's and then so bad. on top of the five hundred. Um, if you're driving, they give you mileage. So I always drove. Uh, I, that's like a, on another automatically like 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, so like uh, you play strategically, it works well for you. And dude, we were we're going everywhere. And going and everywhere. and primarily commercial, going everywhere. Always commercial. They had they had one or two of their favorites that they would have them do some some, some residential, residential, but they really did stick away from residential. Like every time. Uh, and you know what's so funny? I actually recently talked to a guy that I worked there well that 
we both quit. He did his own thing in Tampa. And uh, he, I spoke to him, and he's like, bro, I'm, I'm back at Surface Tech. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me, dude? Like, you were making a freaking killing by yourself. He's like, they gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. But as a manager. So now uh. he's back over there as a manager. He's well-trusted. You know what I mean? And uh, it's funny because when I went in there, they, they – I don't know. I, I have a bad person face, but my personality is very bubbly. So, But I get judged just from my face. And then I always kind of stay quiet whenever I'm – Whenever I'm new people and stuff, especially business, I really stay quiet. So I look like a completely different person than I actually am. Mm -hmm. So, like, the dude that I was just telling you about, like, he had to vouch for me to the owners all the time. Like, listen, you can trust Carlos. Like, Carlos is fine. I know how he looks. He may look a little rough, but Carlos is a good guy. So, like, they finally, like, were able to, like, trust me with other things and stuff. But it was just so funny. I kind of had to go through that. Damn. Um, so what do, you, what do you prefer, residential or commercial? Bro, there's pros and cons of both of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say it depends, man. I've had beautiful, beautiful uh, commercials where it's all smooth. I've also worked in commercials where it's a fucking pain. Me and too. It is, it is horrible. <laughs> yeah. The managers are horrible. There's no emotion to it. So, like, it's like a fuck you to your face yeah. from them. Oh, know? no, no. It literally is. I've told this story before, but you could. Uh, uh, well, this has happened multiple times where yeah. you outline your rules in a contract. And if you don't, you take advantage. Well, well, yeah. But even if you do, they kind of just brush it along like, fuck you. Who the hell are you? Yeah. But let you void something on their contract. And they're the first ones to be like, hey, we're not going to pay you. Yeah. We're going to sue you. I, I know we owe you for a month and it's like $100,000, but this one tub isn't done. And uh, yeah, we're going to hold the check until you fix this one. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. so they like they strong arm. Yep. it's and it's and again, it's they get you with the contract. But that's that's why you have to do it back, bro. You can't let them fucking win. Exactly. I, I made that that I've made that mistake before. And you know what, bro? Honestly, at the end of the day, the people who I've been like, nah, bro, you, they, this is what's written and this is how we're gonna do <coughs> things. They've respected me more because of it in the end. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're I'm, sharks. They're sharks. Yeah. And they respect other sharks. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like that, man. Yeah. It's like. You know, why won't a shark bite a lawyer? Business, business uh, respect. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I, I worked with them. And uh, I mean, that kind of honed me on everything that honed me on uh, on countertops. That's where I learned how to do multi-spec and everything. Uh, and they use Midwest, Midwest, everything. That's oh that's God. how I found out about Midwest. But first off, Midwest has existed. Yeah, for, they, they were they were from Chicago originally. They yeah. moved down here. Yeah. Um. Uh, I. 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 Before, because they actually Midwest sold. I don't know if you knew this or not. Like several years ago, but the owners all still work there. Mm -hmm. They still kind of. I don't know if they have a stake. That, they didn't really explain that that part to me. But they still work there, even though they sold the company. So I'm imagining they probably are receiving a percentages, and then they also manage it. Maybe someone's like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you ten million. You're gonna keep the company, but you still got to run it." And they're like, "Okay, for fuck it, yeah, we got ten million out of yeah. it." Like you know, which is cool. You know, but um, so yeah, I learned everything there. I learned cabinet refinishing there. Um, so I really honed on airlesses and stuff. It's funny because back then, I, I was telling everybody like, "Yo, why are we using?" I used to hate airlesses, and I'm like, "We have turbines. Why aren't we using turbines to do cabinets?" And everyone's like, "Turbines to do cabinets? What the fuck?" And now everybody does turbines for cabinets. It's hilarious. Like, so it, you save a lot of material. You save a lot using a turbine of versus an airless. A lot, like by uh, about a hundred percent. You double up on material using so airless. There's pros and cons to that. I've done them both ways. I've done jobs because <coughs> I do a lot of cabinet refinishing. Um, 
like to like to toot my own horn on that. Like I think I'm really good at it, and uh, I do water based materials and everything. 2K, you know, everything, yeah. all the mix. Which, by the way, if you don't know, I can. If you don't use water based, I Tampa is loaded with all a lot of places to get like the best water based yeah. material. I used to drive there a lot to get it. Olympian Painting, shout out Olympian oh. Paintings. Uh, I know the owner's ready on his brother. And uh, I, I used to drive over there all the time just to freaking get Centurion. Do painting. they still distribute Centurion over at Olympian? I don't know if they still do or not. I think they do because uh, I just recently saw a post and they're using Centurion. I can't imagine them not to. I mean, you buy, you have to buy into it. Yeah, you have to buy into being able to distribute all that. Yeah. Um. So I, I would imagine yes. Okay. And not only that, like they had to like when I had talked last already on, he was talking about you have to buy the mixes like. For the paints, yeah, and you, you have, have to, to buy, buy the from base. Them. You have to buy, yeah, the, the, and the that alone is like fifteen grand. Their formulas like, and then the machine. Yeah. That alone grand. is like fifteen grand. Yeah, just for the mixing machine. So like Holy when you're shit. when you're buying in, you're buying in. It's not something you're just gonna try. It's and a then, good. Right, it's a good work. investment. Though. It's a great. I thought about investment. It, yeah. It's I a great investment. Um, and something that I kind of attempted this with Radion, but Radion's like, hey, I'm gonna distribute, but I'm not gonna be shipping anything. And I'm like, damn, dude, let me get in with you. Let me see if I can ship. But it, 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 it wasn't working out because I always have to drive to Tampa and stuff. So I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but still good business. Now I think he's venturing on to Naples now. Like if I'm not mistaken, he, he got together with some guys down there. Expanding. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then he expanded also to Miami. And uh, so they're, they're doing well. They're doing well for people that moved here three years ago and are dominating. Yeah, this industry, it's relatively easy to start up. Like we've talked about that. Like anyone can really start up a refinishing company with relatively low overhead costs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in order to expand, if you can control your legion, I mean, you just need one or two guys and you can start a division. You can start, you know, an, another sector in another part of the state with relatively low overhead if you can provide the legion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And quality. Yeah. And quality. Yeah. You're not, yeah. not going to yeah. go anywhere if you suck. Well, yeah. But those are things that are inherent, right? Like no one's going to fucking... No one's going to call the guy who's doing a bullshit job all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so. I feel like it's easier to find guys who are good at the work than mm-hmm. it is guys who are good at finding the work. Yeah. You and know what I mean? I can attest to that. Yeah, that's sure. like the because golden skill. Because you can you can rel- you can take a, a sprayer who wants an opportunity, and if you can provide the lead generation for him, he'll have a successful company. Because the operations is relatively if you've been doing this for a while is relatively straightforward yeah it's and that's something that's something that i do want to talk about um i'm gonna do that for like the second half of the episode mm-hmm. but i i did want to f- kind of finish up the conversation that we were having as far as like your start and all that oh, yes, and then we, <laughs> we, we, we touched a little bit on what you prefer as far as commercial and residential yeah um now i know for me personally the biggest benefit of commercial is the big paycheck the big paycheck and also you kind of get the guys into a routine which isn't always the case on on residential yeah there's not as many variables because the the one or two variables you see are kind of reoccurring in commercial you see them in every other room or something like that and then you know it's that consistency they know where they're going every day you don't have to pre-plan you can buy product in bulk those kinds of things so for you is like and, and this is coming at it at the angle from both business but also as like the person doing the work too, yeah. what 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 what's your stance on that? So I'm gonna go ahead and say commercial is easier for the less experienced, mm-hmm. um, in general. Completely, I like residential because I'm a people person. Okay, people love me at the end of the day. 
Okay. Well, I, once I'm done with the job, even if they don't like me in the beginning, I got a rough face or whatever, sometimes, and you feel it. You, you, you see when people judge you or not, um, which I'm okay with that. I've been my entire life, I'm used to it by now. So it doesn't bother me. But uh, it, it's actually, and he'll, he'll attest to this, I, I, I take it as a challenge now. I, I want to make you like me by the end of the freaking job. Yeah, site. and this is an attitude change, which, uh, you know, it's funny because it kind of correlates to that time that you were referencing early on where you remember where when you were like, you know, like you were feeling bad about yourself more often Oof, and stuff like that. Yeah. And when he made the change of like, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to focus on my shit, I'm going to try to get my business better. Yeah, he has been like, actually watching me. It, it. So he's actually been watching. It, I totally it, forgot about it's that. It's yeah. funny, but like he, he used to get pissed off at customers and not ever be like, I'm going to walk off the job side, but be like, man, they're really fucking bothering me. They're really testing me today. Like, and now it's turned into like, nah, bro. I like, turned it around. Like he's like, he's like, I'm just going to make them love me. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, the laws of charisma, man. Yeah, it, that works. It has, it has nothing to do Bro, with what we, you look like. We've yeah. had some clients that were, like, refusing to pay, and straight up were like, I trust Carlos. I'm going to pay you right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was one customer in particular, man, that he was going with a light, and oh every two minutes he'd find another grout line to touch up. <laughs> and Carlos was there for two hours touching up grout lines. Yeah, and I did it. I did it because at the end of the day, do I want to waste more gas and time coming to this to this job site, I'm already here. Yeah, let me just kill it out the and way. So, and sometimes that's what it takes, bro. Having a customer service mindset is honestly more important than spraying the most beautiful tub in the world, bro. Because the intention and like people can they want to know that your intentions are in the right place. Yep. You could spray everything beautiful, right? And how many times has it happened where? You're like, oh well, you know, the growl situation is something you should take care of. Automatically, they they start. They coming, don't like you. They start they, questioning. You left them you. with a stink face. Yeah, they start They're questioning like, it. But you if know? you go and then you try to, all right, I'm going to touch these up, and but if it happens again, you know to do this, this, and this. Oh, yeah. Now they trust you. Oh yeah. Because it, 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 your intention is, I'm trying to help you now. Yeah. But when it looks like you don't want to help them, they think, oh well, if they're not going to help me with this. What's going to happen in three years when it peels? Which is crazy. Or something, right? If it peels. It, that's from my experience, point. most refinishers go into the industry to not have to work for anybody. Uh-huh. And then you, you learn very quickly more. that like, <laughs> the clients <laughs> are the boss. Yeah. And, no, and oh, yeah. Not, yeah. And then oh, your, your yeah. whole position, if you want to be successful, is to, is to please them the same way you would please your boss at a job. And so if, if you're the type of individual who's, who's very like, uh, prideful, yeah, and you can't let go of that. Like yeah. that, there's someone that you have to answer to. Because at the end of the day, we're making a negotiation with another human being. Yep. you know what I mean. They're hiring. We're working with not for them, but with them, yep. and they want to have leverage in the relationship. Always. So that's what that grout line shit is. Yep. Yeah. Is the customer trying to like make sure they have some leverage here, and that like the negotiation is, is gonna I just you're gonna follow up on your end of yeah. the negotiation. Well, I walk it right with them. Yeah, because like, yeah. don't worry, I got you, sir. It's the like, recipe for success. Well, though. you always got to think of it in their shoes. If you paid all this money for a service and they're not willing to touch up some ground lines for you, they're not gonna come next. They're time not. Gonna, an issue. They're not gonna yeah. come yeah. in yeah. in whatever amount of time something might peel or get damaged. That's the first thing they think about. Is like, well, here you are able to fix it, and you're, you're not doing here. It. Yeah. Yeah. You're arguing yeah. to me about something that shouldn't be like that that's why i told you like maybe we should start implementing grouts like i'll do them yeah you know i told you about it we probably got to figure out like it's, you know, it's maybe the pricing and stuff and what's worth it yeah that's, but, uh, that's but kind of the hold up on it but yeah. there's yeah. there's a guy we've out. dabbled with it if you have a really competent tech like i wouldn't put a young guy to do it because what i've learned with our guys you need guys is, with experience it, yeah you need guys with experience because you need to be able to like make common sense decisions like 
if the grout's still too wet, don't spray over it. You know, shit, little simple shit. That's funny. That, you know, but, like, if you have an experienced guy who can make good judgment calls, why would you not want to, like, it does look shitty. Yeah, yeah, there's a I fucking gap yeah. in the grout, but it it's also like, oh, is wow, not. It looks beautiful. Look at this entire open ga- yeah. gap on a, b- a white tile, and it's black. Yeah, it's like that's an eyesore. And we yeah. we do the caulking thing, you know what I mean? But yep. you yeah. can't. I always you're not going to upcharge for that. I oh, no 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 no, because it's yeah. still your job at the end of the day. Exactly, it's still your you job. You can definitely upcharge for a, a grout fix. You can though. definitely yeah. charge yeah. for grout. You're making a little bit more money. The thing is, grouting isn't even that long. It's just a, a next day thing. I would make it a next day thing. Think so? I would be like, hey, I would, uh, I'll, I'll be there Monday. I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to etch. I'm going to prep everything. And then I'm going to do grout last. I'm going to grout it. Grout doesn't take that long. Maybe it takes 30 minutes to an hour max. Okay, yeah. whatever. Um, and then I'm going to let it dry. And then I'm going to be back tomorrow. They have some grouts that are like fast set. Fast set. Fast set. Yeah, which I did some research on. It's too fast though, even for me. Really? So I prefer just to be the, re- the the thing is even the regular dries pretty fast. That's why like I, I that's why I, w- I wouldn't even mess with fast set and especially for newer guys. Yeah. Um and to uh to well, what's pig- what's the the, the 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 con to facet? Just curious because I, I, I this is thing the con like to facet. Oh, the the con it dries too quick and you're wasting material. But okay. it, even still, that's not that much. But I mean, the bags are like twenty dollar bags. You, you okay? You, yeah. You want it to, so it just you know dries I mean? too quickly. It, it just dries too quickly, and if you don't know how to spread really quick, or if like if the walk in, because I've done this one before. Like it's, if the walk in shower is like a five bite, you're gonna want to either you're gonna want the regular one. Or you're gonna want to mix in small batches and then go gotcha. area at a time, at least for someone that's not experienced. So okay. I'm gonna piggyback off to this because uh, th- that's another reason why I prefer residential. I prefer residential because I'm a people person and I have more control to any fuck ups. I have more control with the client. I can nine times out of 10 convince that client, listen, everything's okay. Don't you worry about a thing. I'm gonna be here tomorrow. Everything's gonna be fine. Or you don't pay me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clients love listening to that. Oh, I don't pay you. I'm like, yeah, but I guarantee you, you're gonna. I'm gonna leave here, and you're gonna give me a five star review. Mm-hmm. Always. I tell that for bathtub guys. I tell that for Kings Renovations, etc. You name it, bro. Like, I I was checking bathtub guys uh, uh, reviews. Some people have left reviews about me on bathtub. That's what's sad. It's yeah. like, oh, Carlos was here. Carlos was great. And I'm like, That's so funny. Good. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm part of bathtub guys, whether you want it or not. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, definitely. I mean, you're doing work on our behalf. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Like, he'll tell you, bro. I will go back. I, I may bitch and groan because <sighs> it, it's something stupid. Like sometimes, something sometimes people are being extra also. So. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's one of those things you just you just kind of got to accept it, bro. It, it comes with the territory. It's part of the cost of doing business, bro. It, yeah. it comes with the territory. It's not always going to be sweet. The territory. Yeah. So that's why I prefer residential as far as relationship. Because, like I said, in commercial, there's no emotion to it. There's no, like... Yo, man, you know, like, I apologize, you know, it's almost always like, like, you'll run into good to good managers during the commercials. Yeah, absolutely. And I have, but you almost more run into it's almost like they always hire assholes for that part. And it's for a good reason, by the way, because a lot of contractors can't be trusted people. Exactly. You're hiring the and I don't want to put it like this, but when you're hiring subcontractors, you're kind of hiring at the bottom of the pole. Yeah. Um, so when you're hiring that, like some of the best refinishers I know are some of the biggest assholes and people that you don't want to work with, mm-hmm. that you don't want to work with. But Man's talented, but Jesus, working with him is not worth it. I'd rather find someone new and train them. You know right? why that is? It's, it, and it's exactly what you said. It's for a reason. It's because a lot of these people, these companies, want things really cheap. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with really cheap comes that territory. Well, people who cheap might, service. Yeah, they're they're. It's going to take 15 people to do the one bathroom instead of fucking five because they're trying to compensate somewhere. They're also probably hiring people who are either in bad financial situations at home, so they're unreliable, or they they might not have papers, they might not be legal, and they might disappear next fucking week because their house got raided. Or like we talk about, it's the good old boy system. Yeah, You know, someone's got their hands in someone's pockets. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. you're hiring based off of how this money's getting... And then then the superintendents who run these projects are usually kind of dickheads because they're dealing with irresponsibility constantly. How many times have you heard a homeowner say, yeah, man, this guy started my floor and then he disappeared and I haven't heard from him in three months and he still needs to do that room. And like they pay people ahead of time and and people just (laughs) walk out and they'll maybe never show up again. It happens all the time. I I recently ended up doing a backsplash for a client that they paid ahead full Mm -hmm. front and dude it broke my heart and it pissed me off too because i'm like how come these jobs aren't fucking falling on me how come they're falling on assholes this 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 good family trusted somebody who has an llc he gave me the name <coughs> and everything i looked them up because yep. i'm like yo i'm very interested who the hell did this for you because cabinets are installed ghetto as hell they're not even on studs some of them are like Wingly, they for 30 grand they got very small kitchen to to install some cabinets for mica countertops for 30 grand are you kidding me i can find granite for five grand mm-hmm. you couldn't find this for this family dude like they didn't want to they no they wanted to milk that money so like they they didn't even finish the freaking job nothing was installed correctly you know and then this person's like scraping up change because they've already spent 30 grand on someone that's not even coming back and, and then imagine that on scale now you know why these guys are assholes yeah. because imagine all right a homeowner gives a deposit of five grand a fucking apartment complex is giving a fucking million, a million or, dollar yeah, deposit, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like uh, those yeah. properties cost millions to renovate. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person that they're hiring is subbing a bunch of irresponsible assholes who do things wrong. So it's like they're assholes, but it's necessary assholes. Yeah. It's almost like necessary evil. It's needed, well, you know, it's like, like a, it's like checks and balances. Yeah. yeah. When you're yeah. corporatized, yeah. it's the only way it works. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah. they do respect you more when you stand up for yourself. Yep. Because I used to fucking tuck in my, my, my tail and they'd be like, oh, I can walk all over this guy. Yep. Now, the second I hear something, I'm like, excuse me, sir, what did you say? No, that's not the way it works. Like, yep. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I mean this respectfully, but no. And they know. You just check them. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. I, do, I know we're not to continue with this guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's, I hate to say it, it's more like an alpha dominance kind of thing. It's well, like, it is. It, it's like who's, it's like a pissing contest. Well, whenever there's know? money involved, that's what it is, man. It, it literally 100% and, and, it is. And yeah. one thing that even I'm, women do that on that aspect. They do that too. <laughs> Especially, actually. I've had horror. Most of my clients, the easier ones are men, yeah. harder ones are women. Oh, yeah, like that uh, that lady who told you that, <sighs> that there was not grout there, or that, that yeah, that there wasn't grout there, that it was caulking. I, I still have nightmares about her. Uh, <laughs> he had a lady, man. Like, we, we cut the caulking out, and there was a fucking giant pile of grout there, and he couldn't get it off. Yeah. And we told her about it, and she started fucking spazzing. We're like, ma'am, like, it's, it, it's, I told her, I was like, ma'am, I, I do this every day. She drove 45 minutes over there. She's like, well, it is great. She's like, no, stop. Don't continue the job until I get there. And I'm like, I have to go. Like, I, I, I already have my day set Some out people and scheduled. Just Which, by the way, that was the second day. Too. That was the second day because we were there the day prior. Bro, yeah, and then was she was complaining about the caulk line in that area. But yeah, the no, caulk line in that area, it was kind of jagged because the grout was fucked. 
Yeah, I mean, and, uh, are, it's like a rock. And it's, I, it's I, a rock. No, but here's yeah. the thing: we literally told her both on the phone. Remember, we were on a three-way I call. Took photos with her. We were on a three-way call, and I told her, "I'm like, ma'am, do you really think I want to be having this conversation right now? If it was as easy as just cutting out a fucking line of cocking, done it. it would be done. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want you to come 45 minutes over here to be pissed. Like, yeah. it's just common sense. Mind you, she was. Uh, she's a business owner, a handyman business owner. It's like it's 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 crazy. She still didn't she, understand. And she still didn't understand. She had to go over there. So I left. By the way, the most of the conversation and any job that that I get from bathtub guys, I take over. Mm-hmm. I take over. I call the clients. You know, like the only thing Danny has to if Danny has to do anything, it's uh, collect a check. Not yeah. not even I collect a check. Or he, sometimes like if they want to negotiate something additional to the job, exactly, like which that. has happened before. I'm like, yeah. yo, dude, check this out. You know, they're asking about this. Blah blah. blah. You know, hey. Add another 200 to it, whatever. Yeah. But, like, most of the time, I take over the job, like, early that morning because I, I have a guy that works with me, too, Seth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, he, I'm in charge of him and his fuck-ups or whatever. So, like, um, or his job in general. So, I'll, I'll usually wake up early in the morning, hit up the client. Hey, it's Carlos with Bathtub, guys. Just want to let you know. My tech is going to arrive there at so-and-so time. You call me in case any questions or concerns, blah, blah, blah. And almost always, like... Zero traffic towards him. He doesn't hear any bullshit. If there's anything else or anything minute, it just goes straight to me. I, I, the way I see it is just like he doesn't need to deal with the headache. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll you know, you know what I respect about that is that it's a true situation where he is being his own fucking boss in his own company. So that that that, that there's some people who want a subcontract, but they want you to do every little thing. Yeah, and, and that gets and, annoying. And it gets annoying. Yeah. You already have enough shit to do. Like exactly. It's, it's like. The last thing I need to hear about is like somebody needs a ground line. Minute touch, so. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's it's like, like so minute. It's yeah. like. And, and so he takes care of that and he makes it a point to like, I'm going to manage the, the, the customer for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing, which is why I feel like I could trust Carlos is because customers have hit him up personally. Like, hey, you did my bathroom. Maybe do this other one. And he always tells me. About always. It. Always. And, and that's Danny, I just got the protect, client just hit me up. Protect the check, man. Yeah. Hey, Listen, don't fuck man. yourself over. Listen, to get for a couple of dollars, yeah. like, I'm going to fuck up a relationship. It's, it's, get it's, out of here. It's, uh, it's tempting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, ooh, you know, you can keep all of it. But it's, it's and a really And I, I've been on the phone with him. And I'm well, like, hey, yo, they just, uh, somebody <clears> just, at, like, it, it doesn't even have to do with bathtub, guys. I'm on the phone with him. And, like, while I happen to be at a bathtub, guys, or I'm so, someone asked me about a tub. And I'm like, yo, someone's asking me about a tub, bro. And he'll be like, take it, bro. That's, yeah. that's got nothing to do and with me. That's, like, like, the perfect test to find out if this guy's about the dollar or if he's about business. You know what I mean? Like, if a sub, if a sub like, tries to steal some work from you, you, know, you just know you where know they it. stand. Exactly. You know where you, they stand. You know where it's at at the end yeah, of the day. At the end of the day, it's about the dollar, and it's not about the relationship because the relationship can bring a lot more dollars than that one fucking little exactly. sub. It's yeah. like, okay, either cheat me out, and you cheated yourself off for $200, or yeah, sure. stick with me. You're going to make hundred grand this year. Yep. You know, it's like, that's just how it works. Yeah, man. That's what a lot of these guys don't understand. I, I, I They're like, looking short-sighted. I've told you guys both how I've been, uh, you know, trying to hire people and stuff. Like, the, and, and, and one of the things I commonly get is these, uh, the, the true subcontractor types, right? That they only want to sub work all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't want a daily schedule. They're like, I'm going to go to whoever's paying most today. Yeah. And then they come to me whining when it's Christmas time and they can't get gifts for their fucking kids yeah. about, oh, well, you know, I, 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 I need work really bad. And it's like, all right, well, are you going to work for me every day? Oh, no, bro, I can't do that, bro. Because, you know, when, when these people are busy, I, I, I kind of have a commitment to them. And it's like, no, then fuck like, you. He makes it a point to keep me busy. Like, yeah. He can, and he has his guy. And, he and, makes and, it a point to keep me busy. And I tell him, 
with time. If hey, it's gonna be a little slow next week. Yep. So maybe you gotta find something yep. to fill these gaps. Yep. Because I understand that instability yep. is a big thing for a lot of people in your position. Yeah. Where it comes to like they don't have a daily schedule, but some guys don't want it until shit hits the fan. Oh, yeah. Then they wanna fucking go around and be like, yo, I need some work. But it's like, bro, if you're gonna work with someone else eight months out of the year, how are you gonna help me? What if something goes wrong? And no. You just have to under- You're going to ghost. That's the thing. So yeah. many people, bro. It's I've I've been in the business long enough to know. Like to to kind of read people. And like I, I see it, bro. Like I'm like, uh, you know, and I've gone against my gut sometimes. Sure enough, my it gut happens. was telling me immediately like, dude, just keep an eye out. Don't give too much. Trust. And then like once it happens, I I've accepted it and I'm like I'm mad at myself because I saw it coming and I still ignored it. Like, what, yeah. what were you gonna say? Uh, oh, oh, it was what what I, from from more mostly from your conversations to me because I don't I haven't subbed a lot. You know, I'm still a smaller on the smaller end of the of of the company scale. So I have my my team of three guys and like I just keep them busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't had that excess plethora to like deal with too many subs. I've done it a couple times here and there, um, but from your experience. It seems like there's a lack of understanding of the relationship of a sub and where you stand as a sub. Because as a sub, you do not work for us. No. You are your own business owner. You're our colleague. Yeah. No, we, are, so we are just partnering to do this project. Yep. And this is what they don't understand. When I sub you a job, I am the customer. Yes. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. That's why what you do <coughs> is valuable. Now, I've had other subs in the past. I talked about Bruno before. He's he's a good sub. He yeah, does yeah. a job, but he didn't like to deal with customers. Yeah, he just wants to show up and work, and I understand and, and, that. And I understand that, I too. I understand that. He wants to stay a sub. Exactly. He doesn't and, want to and, scale, and I understand that. And, he just doesn't want to work for a nine-to-five. He likes to keep his own hours. Like, mm-hmm. That's, you know. And he liked to work. He wanted to work with us every single day. Like, he made that a point. Yeah. And I get it. Everybody wants stability. But at the end of the day, that extra mile you go, like, hey, contact me if anything. Hey, I'll fix that. Hey, another job came in. Like, you should know about this. Like, all those things are what brings value. Because, like, again, I am now the customer, right? Like, I'm giving you the job, and I'm paying you to do it. Yeah. You know, at that point, it's like, you're, you, that's why you're getting paid more than the guy who's making, you know, just $20 abs- an you hour. You absorb responsibility, dude. Like, exactly. you're, you're signing another contract. We have a contract for the project, and now we're signing contract together for you to yep. do the project and execute. Yep. And it's just from what I've heard from your conversations, those lines get very blurred in your in your business bro, because they're not of stated. They ignore it. I've had you're subs. using the subs every bro. single day. So they're almost employees. Yeah. You guys, you guys are gonna like this. Yeah, and I'm gonna end it with this because <laughs> then we'll start we'll start another one because it's already 38 minutes in. But I've had wow. subs ask me for PTO. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that you know, I'm like, cool. hey, listen, man, PTO is after like being here three years. Bro, <laughs> that's how, but, that, but that's how blurred it gets. I don't even have PTO here yet. It's like, crazy. <laughs> no, I'm all right, kidding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it here, and then we'll start up another one, guys. So right, let right, me go right. ahead and end that here, and then we'll continue on. You've been listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.